There was a bright star that hanged from heaven in the dark sky of the night in the grassy village. The fireflies graced the bushes. It was hardly after seven. At the sight of this hallowed light, I engaged in a rather small pilgrimage and went to the moonlit river to bathe in its saintly glamour. I crossed a huge hut that belonged to a grumpy old farmer into the silent bushes. I hummed a little tune to put the ghosts away and followed a path that was lit by a bright velvet ray down the river bank to the tree that nested the little buds of May. When I was struck in awe and my jaws dropped with a thud, I could have picked them up, of course, and replaced them back. But like one who has seen a snake that is beautiful to behold and fearful to revere, I was frozen by the most beautiful thing, so queer and bold, to ever grace my village at this hour that was odd. She was the poetic African fairy in my grandpa's stories. Perhaps the very lady whose beauty made the great Luanda Magere sorry. She had fair skin, smooth and brown like freshly uprooted yums. Dark hair, straight face and long arms, complemented by shiny, delicate palms. The people of the city would easily say that she looked like a splash of chocolate. One glance of her barring eyes would freeze a local late. The white paint embroidery on her face resembled a masterpiece of a butterfly. My eyes rolled down, stealing from her shoulders high, extending to her attentive breast below. Her legs were a perfect design of art, as if they were descriptions from a poetic justice poetry. They were brazen, long, and protruding. They could make her fly. Her dark hair and the tall legs represented an image of a rowan tree, and she scooped the water from the river, hands moving so perfectly as if the gods were weaving the cloud. She must have come from the hanging star, I muttered. Could she be the goddess of the galaxies? Could she be the one the city people call Miss U?